Agotan Ere Shabbos, we're about to begin, Be'ezes Hashem, Shir number 67 of the Sfarim of Rav Zelik Pliskin. We're holding in the Sefer of Serenity, Menucha Sanefesh, Peace of Mind, Calmness. And today we're going to talk about how blaming, blaming people is an enemy of Menucha Sanefesh. Um, to be, either you could be a blamer by nature or be calm and serene by nature. Usually it cannot be both. Because when you constantly blame, that creates negativity and resentment and hostility, and it robs you of serenity, it robs you of peace of mind, because it focuses on the negative. And um, the people they blame usually react by counter-blaming you with anger, with animosity, and um, because, you know, usually when you're faced with people who blame you, you usually get, you know, you know, you get defensive and usually upset. Now, how to handle interpersonal relationships with Beinad and Chaveira is a big sugya, is a big chapter. And what do you do indeed when, you know, your, your, your friend wronged you um, and you want to correct the situation? So um, there are ways to do it. We're not going to get into that now. It's not the sugya, but there are healthier ways and kosher ways and good ways and productive ways to deal with, um, you know, interpersonal relationships uh, when one of them is not behaving the best way. But the blaming aspect of it is definitely usually very counterproductive and doesn't accomplish anything. And it seems like you're trying to improve things, but usually the blaming makes things work. Usually it cycles into a negative um, pattern. Um, parents could discipline their children when they're wrong, but when they are have that meet of blaming, whether they're blaming the parents blame each other for things, um, and so they suffer. They suffer when they have parents that blame each other or just blame people. With a, a, a teacher also, a teacher who always has that midah blaming, the tamidim will suffer. An employer who has the midah blaming, the employees will suffer. And so on and so forth. Anyone who encounters a blaming per, person, it creates suffering. And you need to be sure not to create suffering for others. Instead, there are ways to motivate, to encourage, to influence with positive words, positive tone of voice. Now, there are times where you come across a toxic person and you need to sort of keep a healthy distance from them and that's also true but the idea of blaming and pointing out mistakes pointing out shortcomings all the time being hypercritical of people creates distressful states in your mind and nothing is gained and a lot can be lost and therefore one needs to do their best not to um, comment unnecessarily in a negative way some people have this idea, you know, if I don't blame people about things, they won't improve. But that's a mistaken thinking. They're not going to improve by your blaming. They're only going to improve if you choose to motivate, to influence, to give feedback, positive feedback or constructive feedback on how to improve something. But without using that accusing tone of voice, without using that condemning tone of voice. And to speak in a voice that has inner kindness, inner empathy. And all of this helps greatly with Menucha Sanefesh. And you basically, what you need to try to do is look for positive role models of people who develop that inner 
peace of mind, that inner positive outlook, that uh, are able people that are good with interpersonal relationships, that solve problems, even if there are real problems between people, but they solve it without blaming. They solve it without the negativity. And we need to find those role models and try our best to learn, to learn from them. Um, usually the people you blame, you want to change them, and they don't actually change. Um, and um, the best thing is, again, is to do your best to avoid the blaming. And that takes, once you do that and you develop a different attitude in the way you handle other people, your menucha sanefesh, your peace of mind, your calmness will go up exponentially. Another thing that is a deterrent for menucha sanefesh is what they call in life hassles in English, or another way to put it is called tirdis, being very loaded with, with um, you know, responsibilities and these minor and big hassles. Now, of course, if it's hassle-free existence, we don't have issues at all, that, that's, of course, uh, you would say you would have menuchas nefesh and people would find that boring, but not necessarily, because if you're, you're hassles, you move away, tear this from your mind, then you have more menuchas nefesh Now, you're going to ask a question, what do you mean? You know, every in life, there's so many challenges, so many things you have to do. Anytime, as soon as you get out of bed and the Yetzirah is kicking in and, and also you have all these responsibilities. So you're going to have teardice. Everyone has teardice. Everyone has responsibilities and headaches and hassles. But the answer is, though, that there are many, many of those quote-unquote hassles or teardice that are self-made, that are man-made, that we create for themselves. And we need to know how to eliminate those. You cannot eliminate all this in your life. It's part of life. But you could eliminate many unnecessary ones. And you could learn also, part of it also is to learn to enjoy what previously you viewed as distress. When you find you're in a matziv that you know you can't change, you have to deal with a certain issue. There's no way to really get around it. So you sort of shift your mind. It is a tirda, it is a headache in a certain way, but you try to find a certain humor or certain amusement or enjoyment instead of frustration by changing your perspective on that particular matzav. And people, it, it's, a, it's a dignified way of handling stress by going a little bit above it and um, trying to make the best of it and trying to, keep the most positive frame of mind as possible. And that's, that's a very, very uh, important lesson as well. You see this sometimes when you have, let's say, by, uh, you have guests or by simchas or by sheva brachases or by, or by Shabbos tables, the people talk. And sometimes you notice there are people that talk about certain things they went through with different teardas and different headaches that they had. And they accomplished a lot in life. And part of it you see is their ability to laugh it off. In other words, to they talk about you know issues that they had, and how they overcame them, and how these teardis, how they how they handled it, and they handle it you know without the aggravation of it, and by finding humor in it, and you know being very accepting of that fact. So that certainly helps. So again, when it comes to teardis, the best thing is to try to eliminate the unnecessarily unnecessary ones. Un- unnecessary hassles in life where people could avoid a lot of that 
because a lot of it is man-made and self-imposed. But the ones that you can't avoid, just take a healthier, more humorous or accepting uh, perspective on it. And that'll also help with your menucha sanefesh. Another thing also that if people are shy, shy people, reserved people that are, you know, shy, uncomfortable, interacting, they also sometimes have a certain lack of menucha sanefesh within them. And it's important to overcome your shyness. Now, there's a diff- very big difference, by the way, between introversion and shyness. Introversion, if someone is an introvert, meaning they tend to keep to themselves and not into, into social uh, settings and they like alone time a lot, there are a lot of introverts that are not shy. Now, shy does not mean what we call the good mida of busha, by the way, um, of, of, you know, uh, uh, the word, um, you know, busha, bishanim, that one of the, the midas of Klai Yisrael is bishanim, which means that they get embarrassed when they do something wrong and, they, and they're self-conscious about that, which is a healthy thing. But very often it goes to an extreme. Now, the truth is when you're shy, you can accomplish a tremendous thing. And many people, he says here, which um, is interesting to study, that even extroverts that seem outgoing very much and you say, hey, that, they're not shy at all, but inwardly they are. And people need to overcome that, uh, that because that holds people back. The idea of that, uh, you know, you know, for example, it holds you back from doing things that you need to do. Um, now, it's true that some people, for example, uh, if, you're, if you're a salesman, right, and you're shy, those are two shidduch uh, that won't work. Uh, but at the same time, even if you're not in sales, uh, but there will be times where you have to convince people about a product or a, or an idea that you have, and for that, you and you know you have a you could help a person that way. So you could you need to overcome that shyness. So don't look at yourself, even if you were very very shy and self-conscious. Don't view yourself that be'etzim you're that way. Because you have a lot of qualities that, 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 that of who you are that is not that. And that's something that's external to it. And you could develop a skill of learning over time to say things and do things that need to be said, that need to be done, and acquire that skill. And that could overcome that unhealthy shyness, which, again, by automatically will give you more yishavadas, will give you more calmness, and more peace of mind. And um, you need to accept the reality sometimes that you have a right to say things and you have a right to do certain things that is proper. And if it's shyness that's holding you back, um, that's that's an issue. And I'm amoyed myself, and I regret it looking back, that as a student in yeshiva, uh, with many of my barabayim, even in high school, where I had a lot of good questions in my mind and things that I wanted to share with my rabbeim, and I was overly shy and held back from it. And unfortunately, I feel bad and I regret it to this day that I could have had a stronger kesher, a stronger connection with a lot of special people and a lot of good rabbeim that were accessible, that were not intimidating, if I would have just pushed myself somewhat or somehow overcame that shyness to connect with them. And my life would have been a lot much more, much more richer. So I am admitting that here, 
And for all of you that you know experienced similar things and regret in the past, it's okay. You know, it's okay. But going forward, though, that's that. That's the key. Going forward, when you know you could, you could. Um, it it is sort of scary, you know, if you have that nature. But when you know that it's something that's important and that could be helped, you have to go out of that comfort zone and get through that shyness and communicate. And that itself gives you menucha sanefesh. And uh, you need to practice this to feel, learn how to feel good around people and people feel good about you. That's not uh, superficial. That's a healthy thing. And to learn how to be a kind person and learn to meet the needs of others and so on and so forth. Um, so he, he writes an anecdote over here that being naturally shy, I had to force myself to speak up in situations where most people appear to me to be able to speak without giving the matter a second thought. And I made it my goal to question three people each day about shyness, and I realized they gained in two ways. Just interviewing many people would be initiating effective effective shyness overcoming actions, and I was certain that I would hear many helpful ideas. When I felt that someone never had an issue with shyness, I would say to them, I have a tendency to be shy. It appears that you do not. So why are you not shy? Now, in the beginning, it was very difficult for me to ask, but they all seemed to be feel complimented when I asked them. And when someone seemed shy, I asked them, I have a problem with shyness. Can you share an idea or tool that could be you could find useful about asking people questions or taking action when it first feels difficult? And he felt transformed after doing these interviews for a while, and he developed tips and challenges. And not everyone needs to do that, but in general, it's Kadai to, to um, look into this and do your best, take baby steps, and when you know it's important to express yourself, uh, even if it's uncomfortable to do so, to, to learn how to overcome that shyness. And that itself removes a lot of um, anxiety and promotes menuchas hanefesh. So the three nekudas we talked about in today's shir is number one is that the en- enemy enemy of serenity is blaming. Now we could have separate shiurim on blaming uh, as a mida, um, which which is worthwhile having. But here we're just bringing out that nekuda that one of the negative effects of blaming, besides many other negative effects, is it increases anxiety in people, increases negativity and animosity, and it hurts the people most closest to you, husband and wife, children and parents, uh, Rabbeim and Tamidim, employees and employers and brothers and sisters. The blaming really hurts, creates suffering, and it creates a lack of menuchas hanefesh. And when you learn how to adapt to make to, to, to deal with differences in a more healthy, empowering positive way um, that increases menuchas hanefesh and then we talked about teardice that it's normal to have hassles in life but the ones that are man-made that are not needed in your life you can learn to eliminate and the less you 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 know some of those optional quote-unquote hassles that you brought upon yourself you could remove and it gives you menuchas hanefesh. In a weird way, if you have too many possessions or too many things, it creates a, a, a you know a, a, a lack of peace of mind. Marbenachas and marbedaiga, by the way, is part of that. 
Now, that doesn't mean that you can't be financially, uh, you know, secure and have a lot of money. Kalakavod, may everyone have that. That's a beautiful thing. Shem should give everyone enough money and have be an, everyone should have enough oisher and wealth to do whatever they need to do in life. But but when you hit that madrega, whichever madrega you're in, and you have that ability to buy whatever you want almost or do whatever you want, the, the extra, over extra choices in these things create more terdis that are self-made, that are man-made, that creates more more uh, anxiety and decreases menuchas nefesh. So that is something to t- think about too, to remove the unnecessary terdis, the unnecessary hassles, and even the hassles that you have to deal in life to deal with it in a more calm way. And then, of course, the idea of shyness and how to overcome it, and because shyness does cause uh, inner anxiety that takes away menuchas nefesh. It's okay to be introverted. It's okay to be, you know, a softer nature and, you know, and be less ag- assertive, you know, but sometimes even a, sh- a naturally shy person or introverted person needs to take action and needs to uh, learn things and, and needs to communicate. And when they go past that and they do it, then they feel a certain inner peace and an inner serenity. Have a wonderful Shabbos.